Hey folks, before we get into this week's episode on Slumber Party Horror Stories, we wanted to take a quick minute out of your day to share some pretty exciting news that we got from our friends over at Hazy Dell Press. If you are unfamiliar, I'm sure many of you at this point are very familiar that I have a small child. He is nearing two years old. He is uh, rambunctious and all over the place and will never sit down and that's fine. Last, what was it, for his birthday or something like that, we got him pretty much all of the Hazy Dell Press books and they are all amazing and my son loves them to death. And the people at Hazy Dell reached out to us and they said, hey, you know, we've got a Kickstarter going. We are going to be introducing plushies for the characters of each of these books. So if you have children or you have grandchildren and you want to get them some like, I'm telling you, these books are amazing. Get them the entire collection. And especially if you're into this type of stuff, the spirits, the cryptids, the the spookies, I'd say it's a beautiful gift. We told them that for the next few episodes, we'd be pushing this Kickstarter link. So just a little bit about Hazy Dell. If you're unfamiliar, they're headquartered in Portland, Oregon. They publish folkloric-centric and grown-up friendly children's books that promote empathy, inclusiveness, and imagination. By appealing to adults as much as children, Hazy Dell Press books are designed to encourage active and frequent reading, engagement between children and the loving adults in their lives. Since launching in 2015, Hazy Dell Press has won dozens of industry awards, including National Book Honors from the American Library Association and Kirkus Reviews. Hazy Dell Press books are distributed nationally and internationally by Ingram. And if you would like to check it out for yourself, we will have links in the show notes, as well as we're going to be posting a couple of things on social media. Honestly, guys, this is a company you're going to want to support. If you are listening to this show, then you are passionate about these topics. And if you're passionate about these topics, why shouldn't your kids be as well? You know what I mean? Beautiful lessons in each and every one of them. What they told me is pretty much the Kickstarter campaign is is launching with the Nessie plushie and the Mothman plushie. And there's going to be rewards as far as like enamel pins, holographic stickers, all kinds of cool stuff that you can get just by supporting them before the launch. And if this goes well, then they have plans to incorporate the vast array of characters that they have within their kind of book universe here into plushies as well. We're talking, you know, Yetis, we're talking Sasquatch, we're talking Chupacabras, the whole nine. And I got to tell you, it's pretty exciting stuff. So go ahead, check the link in our show notes, support Hazy Dale Press. With that being said, let's get in to some slumber party horror stories. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky. An unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. Alleged true stories. Christian, just... Okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. It's finally happening, folks. Two grown men sitting down to talk about slumber parties, just as the old text predicted. Which text is that? 
The ancient ones, your favorite. Oh yeah, I love those texts. Yeah, so it's an interesting, I guess we're, if anyone's going to talk about slumber parties in this genre, it's going to be us. It just seems fitting. I don't totally feel comfortable with slumber parties. I never called it that, I don't think. Yeah, well, it was a party where you slumber. Kind of just normal slumber at that point. But beside the fact, if you're new to the show, we ask one thing of you, and that is that you check it out. And if you enjoy it, you're a fan of what you hear. And you're like, hey, I also like ghost stories and incredibly dry humor. Rated five stars. It really does help us grow the show out. That's really the only thing it seems that helps us grow the show out is your reviews. So if you would be so kind to leave those five star reviews, we would be eternally grateful. If you are not already, follow us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod. Join the Facebook group because as we like to say around here, it's popping. Popping, of course. I still can't believe I ever said that phrase. Well, it was part of an interview, so you were just reading what the interview was. It just happened to the stars aligned, and we have a beautiful soundbite because of it. And that's fine. Your memory is spectacular. It is actually not. It is probably one of the worst in the entire world, and that's fine. So I don't know, man. How many times have I left stuff? had to walk back into the house here to grab stuff I left or just... Come? Or just forgotten it completely? Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't say it was the worst. I said it was one of the worst. Okay. So... How are you doing, Christian? Why are you so grouchy? Uh, well, if my therapist would hear, he would say that I'm outside of my window of tolerance. And that happened pretty early when my son was screaming for hugs from his mother while she's sleeping. And I'm slowly losing my shit. Mm. So there's that uh, on top of, uh, you know, just the, the clusterfuck that is my life and uh, a failing business and a seemingly slow podcast. And, uh, you know, a lack of time to do anything that I actually want to do in my life. So there's that. But I'm not here to spill the beans on why I'm depressed 24-7. We're here to listen about the fun times at slumber parties. Isn't that a treat? Well, if it makes you feel any better, the last six weeks of my life have been similar to the last six weeks of your life. So exactly. Yeah. It's you, been... You've mentioned that. You haven't brought up any details. I'm an open book. I'll spill it all out there. Be like, yeah, everything's failing and I'm slowly losing the will to, to carry on. But that's fine. It'll come out eventually. Well, that's cryptic. Yeah. But also understandable. So anyway, uh, <laughs> folks, not to bring you down any further, I, if I seem grumpy, it's because I am. And that's just the way it works with me, you know? And that's uh, that's fine. I'm sure I'll still make jokes. I'm sure everyone will have a great time. And who knows, maybe we sign up for our own TFD slumber party after this. Everyone's welcome. In the meantime, Christian, what do you got? Let's start with a simple one. Is my boyfriend a demon? Not that simple. Huh. This one is called I Am Your Doom from Affectionate Kale 811 affectionate kale wow never in my life no once when i was 12 or 13 i normally went to my friend's house when one day i stayed late at my friend's house brandon i called my mom and asked her if i could have a sleepover she said yes and my friend let me sleep in his bed after yeah. <laughs> after we decided we were going to pull an all-nighter things got strange just a little bit after midnight, I was thirsty and went for some water. As I was walking through the house, I witnessed a shadow figure running from one place to another. I was freaked out, so I ran back to Brandon's room. I told him what happened and he didn't believe me. After he was done playing some stuff, he went out there with me. But this time, his little brother's toy started to fall off the shelf. Then after his door to his room slammed closed, we ran to the kitchen and turned on the lights. When kitchen utensils dropped from the counter, my friend grabbed his phone and downloaded an app to communicate with ghosts and stuff. Why? 
I know. The weirdest choice you could make. <laughs> like, it seems like something's afoot here. Hey, download an app. Let's see what it wants. I didn't get that one either. It's yeah, like things are Kids. falling. Shadow figures are walking through the house. Let's download an app. Yeah, let's see what this demon wants, huh? And you know, when you when you're trying to download an app in a hurry, it's take, the slowest thing in the world. Yeah. It, so if you're trying to download an app during a paranormal haunting, what the hell, man? What the hell? After Brandon said, who are you? The app responded with a very static sounding message saying, I am your doom. It was in a screechy voice. After we couldn't handle it, so we ran back to his room and closed the door and shut the windows and, in, and didn't go to sleep because we were so overwhelmed. This memory still haunts me to this day. Not long after, my friend Brandon moved to a house near mine. So they went ghost hunting after that. More often with that fancy little app. Yeah, what that, I mean, as creepy as that sounds, what that also kind of sounds like is built into the app. It yeah. has like a generic response. Probably like a lot. If you, I mean, if you're going to have an app like that, that's obviously not going to be a ghost detector. Yeah. You're going to have to throw some stuff, stuff in there. Yeah, I've heard some stories of specific apps and stuff like that that seem to work better than others, but some of them seem like it's just you paid 99 cents and you ask questions and it's like, I am your doom. And you're like, wow. Oh, oh gosh, there is something in the house or shows a weird heat signature that isn't there. It's just overlaid on top of your camera. I wonder if our listeners have used any of these apps. Probably. And, and what their experiences are. Let, let us know. Yeah. If, if you have done anything and you've had any actual uh, creepy experiences from using a ghost hunting app or something like that, send it in to us. We do kind of want to hear about that. You know, that reminds me of the one time I've used to used a ghost hunting app. It, oh, was, yeah. at, it was at the Manger Hotel classic but nothing really happened with it as is tradition i actually didn't use it it was on tom's phone classic tom the next one's called a band-aid for a friend wow and it's by sam r0925 my memory is not so good anymore but i'm going to try to tell everything so i was about nine or ten years old when this happened my friend megan my little brother and i went to our friend Donna's for a sleepover. This story has got a, a lot of names, so I did my, did my best to make it understandable. Yeah, well, you're gonna lose me immediately, I'm sure of it, but best of luck to our listeners. Okay. It was Megan, my little brother Jake, Donna, her sister H, her other younger sister, who was born special, we will call her F. I think we were all kind of born special, Christian. I mean, that's, my mama said I was special. Donna's two younger brothers, whose names I can't remember, were also there. Megan, Jake, and I got dropped off at Donna's and her parents. F, C, and Jake went to get pizza, so it was just Megan, Donna, and a couple other letters. So us girls started playing light as a feather, stiff as a board. Classic. I had totally forgotten about this game until I was researching. It was a big thing with girls, especially yeah. when I was a young kid and stuff, elementary and whatnot. Spooky. There's yeah. even a show that got made on Hulu about it, I think. Yeah, I actually think that's a like a later, what is it, maybe an urban legend or whatever. Whatever this was, I didn't, I don't remember when I was a kid. I mean, there's a lot of people that say it works. That's the the creepy thing. Yeah, I've heard some of the stories I read sound, does sound creepy. Yeah. Megan and I have always been into the paranormal, witchcraft, and just weird stuff. So when Donna told us that her house was haunted, we wanted to see the ghost and what they could do. But us being young and all, we didn't know what to do. While us girls were downstairs in the living room playing the game, we heard E upstairs talking to someone. And honestly, we had forgotten that he was there with us and jumped at, at his voice. 
But then we heard another voice and it was a lot deeper and definitely not E's voice. So we ran upstairs thinking E was in trouble and that someone was in the house with us. But when we got halfway up the stairs, we saw E at the top sitting in front of the wall, like maybe five or six inches away from it, just staring. We checked the whole house and found no one else. Then E tells us he needs a band-aid. And we ask, why are you hurt? And we checked him out to make sure he wasn't hurt. And then E says, no, his friend needs the band-aid. So we played along and gave him the band-aid and followed him back to the wall he was just sitting in front of. And he put it on the wall. And then we heard a loud bang in Donna's bedroom. And we all went in there to check what it was, but found nothing except Donna. Donna said her closet door was supposed to be closed and was all the way opened. We went back into the hallway and Megan looked where the band-aid was just at and told us all to look and it was gone and we know none of us took it because we were all in the room together and there was no one else in the house. Megan and I got excited but Donna and H were just like oh we're used to it and we all went back downstairs and her parents got back with pizza. We were all eating and then we heard a scream and her parents ran upstairs to where the scream came from. It was F in Donna's room and her fingers were stuck in the back of the TV. So it was like an old style TV. Her father was trying to get her fingers out but was having trouble. I mean, it looked like somehow our fingers teleported into the TV. Her father had to break the back of the TV to get her fingers out, so I have no idea how she could have gotten her fingers in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. We went to bed a little after that that happened, and it was Megan and H were next to each other on one end of the bed, and, and Donna and I were at the other end, and her closet was behind me and Donna. When we went to bed, her closet was closed because Donna couldn't sleep with it open. I, I think that goes across the board with most people. Is I'm, there anyone out there that actually sleeps with their closet open? And if they do, why are, are you they so weird? Is that a, like a psychopathic trait? Probably. Yeah. So I'm trying to fall asleep, which is always hard for me because I have insomnia. I don't remember the exact ages of these kids, but they were like nine and 10. How do you have insomnia at nine or 10? Yeah, bed? that seems maybe you had six pounds of candy before bed, and that would probably be a better explanation. Early onset insomnia caused by sugar. I'm also a very light sleeper, too. And I'm also stiff as a board. And light as a feather. I was trying to fall asleep, and all of a sudden I start to hear whispering. And of course I thought it was Donna, because it was right by my ear on the side she was on. But when I whispered back, asking Donna if Donna was awake, she didn't answer. And I looked at her, and she was sound asleep. So the whispering went on for what felt like 30 minutes, but was probably only 10. As soon as the whispering stopped, Donna sat straight up and threw up all over the bed, and it was dark in the room, but I swear her eyes were black, and it looked like there was a black shadow behind Donna, holding the back of her neck. After that happened, we all got up and made sure Donna was okay, and she said she felt better, so we all helped clean it up, and we slept in the living room the rest of the night. Also, I'm pretty sure this happened around 3 a.m., because once we got everything cleaned up and went downstairs, it was almost 4. Donna ended up moving a month after that, and I'm not sure if the paranormal activity is why they moved, but I never saw or heard from them again, so I don't know what happened to them. Weird, that's a friend of yours and you just cut off contact once they move? Nine or 10 years old though. Yeah, I guess that kind of happens. Sometimes you're like, I'll talk to you, I'll write letters. I never wrote letters to my friends that moved far away when I was a kid. Yeah, shout out Thomas Jorison, wherever you're at out there in Florida, sorry. (laughs) I think we've all had, but also part of that is like you're a kid, you don't really have any control over that stuff. So yeah, what can you do? It is just kind of weird. Like you're like hanging out every single day and their parents are like, Hey, we're moving to Florida. And it's like, all right, I guess I'll never see you again. Even after we're adults and social media hits the scene, I might look you up every once in a while, but I'm not adding you as a friend. I, I mean, been too many years. 
I have a couple of friends I've added like from way back. I have had people that have added me from elementary school and whatnot, and uh, and that's fine and dandy, you know. But for me to like reach, I guess I'm just I have a lot of weird quirks, Christian, that I've discovered over the past 19 years of my young life. I mean, you do have a lot of weird quirks, but mm-hmm. I'm sure I do too. Yeah, mine are like weird antisocial quirks with mixed with anxiety, and it's a. Uh, well, it's kind of a downer, and I know being a downer is kind of usually your thing on this podcast, so I don't want to, you know, step okay. on your toes. Yeah. Why are you trying Sorry, to Sorry, take... I should be laughing about it. <laughs> I'm fucking weird. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's... You're trying to step on my brand. That's right. Sorry. I'm not trying to hurt your brand, Christian, which is Bush's. That's a pretty weird story, though. <laughs> I thought it was going to be... Like, when you were saying that my friend needs a band-aid, I thought it was going to be that they give the kid a bandaid. They're like, oh, what's wrong? You got a cut on his finger. No, his face is slashed up. And I thought it was going to be like some grotesque thing. And this kid was just like, he needs a bandaid. And he puts it on the wall. Yeah. And then it disappears. I know. Very weird. I don't know, man. Those were some of the different things that went on. The whispering and then the, her friend throwing up was pretty. Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. And when you said the shadow person was behind it, holding her, as soon as you said holding her, I'm like hair because it's a nice ghost. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah, that. But then you said neck. I'm like, oh, never mind. It's using her as a puppet. Yeah, I thought it was maybe like holding her hair, trying to aim to project it. Oh, there you go. Like a vomit gun. Yeah. At her friends. Be like, wow. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Why not? All right. The next one is called Dark Figure. Unfortunately, I got rid of the a Dark Man one. Oh. That's too bad. The racist ones are always the best. That's why I, I disagree. Anyway, this one's by Jay Liaf 107. When I was in middle school, I had this friend, Liz. So I frequently, I freak, I frequently, so I frequently stayed over at Liz's house due to the fact that she lived just a block from me. We lived in a small mining town with old houses. Her house was on the main road of the town, kind of like a road everyone uses to get everywhere in town. The house was big and white with yellow trim on the windows and a yellow front door. I've always had a feeling it in the house ever since the first time I went there. It's a deep, creepy feeling of being watched. I had a lot of paranormal experiences in the house, but I won't name them all. Liz and her mom frequently came home to the house smelling of cigars and the cabinets being open. One night when, when I was staying over at her house, me and Liz blew up an air mattress in the middle of the living room and began, and began watching Coraline, one of my favorite movies. Mine too. When the time came for me and her to go to bed, she said that she wanted to sleep upstairs, but I had already gotten comfortable, so I stayed down in the living room. Is that really a slumber party at that point? I mean... I don't know, man. That's There's some rules and regulations when it comes to these things, and I believe sleeping in the same room is part of that contract. I guess in some older, older towns, it's just in the same house. But either way, the point of avoiding possession, death, whatever, torture mm. from... Just haunt- having company. Yeah, don't every horror movie. If you if you get separated, you're dead. Same goes for most documentaries about conjoined twins. Exactly. When she went upstairs, I finished watching Coraline and put in a disc of Adventure Time. I was just getting into the episode when I start hearing the sound of a cat hissing. Keep in mind that Liz has a black cat named Spook. Hmm. Racist. A little racist. I looked at the direction of where the hissing was coming from, and I saw something on the stairs looking up at a dark figure next to the stairs. Out of fear, I hide under the covers on the air mattress. When I looked out, I saw nothing there. 
I ran upstairs to tell Liz what I saw, and when I did, she lifted up the covers on her to re reveal Spook, who she says was with her the whole time. I looked at her in disbelief as she told me that I could sleep upstairs with her, but being the stubborn 14-year-old, I, I refused and went back down into the living room and laid down on the bed to go to sleep. I couldn't shake the feeling of being watched. I started hearing footsteps coming toward me. I got this feeling I felt as though my neck was burning out of fear. I held my breath, and before I knew it, I was asleep. Um, or you knock, got knocked out. Exactly. Held your breath until you just passed out. That's dedication. <laughs> Another instance where a cat magically is somewhere where it can't be. Yeah, cats are fickle beasts. Very interesting. Obviously. And with, very connected to the spirit world, you yeah. know. With teleportation. Mm -hmm. um, or guess. astral projection. Uh -huh. That's why they sleep all the time. There's always astral projecting different locations. How about the fact that you ever heard how their purring heals them? I have not heard. I've heard many different theories about purring. I've heard one that uh, if a cat is purring, it's it just means that they're within striking distance of you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a weird one. Yeah. I've heard what you just said now, I guess. And I've heard that when they're purring, they're happy. And I've, I've never heard. I've never heard the healing thing now that. It's healing them or it's healing those around them? It's theoretically both because it, the, like the sound waves. I would check out, if, if you look at a lot of stuff with like anything um, audio wise, and I would love to do an episode on like different audio theories and like, I don't, I don't even know what to call it, but every time I hear any kind of theory re revolving, you know, sound or what is it called? Because it's not just like sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? That's not I, a slumber I love, party. I love some auditory hallucinations. Wow. You would take it there. I mean, we've talked about it before, early on in our podcast. Aliens or demons? Mm -hmm. I guess you could throw that in there if you want. It is interesting that this 14-year-old be like, I'm being watched by a shadow figure, but I'm okay sleeping by myself. Yeah. Mm, that's not me. That's not me. I bet. Yeah, you better move your ass over. Get spook out this bed. I'm sleepy. That sounds like a 14-year-old that's going to grow up and push the limits. Yeah. And then may and, or may not make prison. it. Yeah. Yeah, or in the morgue. Oh, wow. Some Sean Connery action. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Wow. Impressive. Not really. Not actually, really. I actually like that movie. Okay. I need to this was the only one I didn't go through in title for some stupid-ass reason. What a stupid-ass thing not to do. The, it was like, I'm going to call it The Tall Black Man. But I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> the Tall Man. There you go. By Anna Marie Ten. My cousin came over to my house for a sleepover. My mom was putting my little brother to sleep. I guess those two sentences are connected. We waited for everyone to fall asleep. In the meantime, we were fake sleeping. My little brother woke up my mom because he couldn't sleep. He said he saw someone looking at him, a black tall man. Second time he needed that button. My brother was crying and my mom took him to sleep with her and my dad. Everyone fell asleep. Me and my cousin were playing Uno we went through my mom's old phone and found old pictures of us and we were laughing. It was 3.32 in the morning. I remember looking at my phone and seeing the time. A minute went by. We decided to end the game and go to sleep. As we were about to fall asleep, we hear footsteps. We were both awake now and I have a light outside that turns on when someone moves. That light turned on after we heard the footsteps. I wanted to check if someone is awake so I got up as I was getting up, we hear more footsteps. I turned on a small lamp and we jumped back in the bed. We fell asleep. An hour went by and something woke me up. I couldn't move. 
My cousin was sleeping. It was still dark outside. I have plants on the window outside. Congratulations. Yeah. Happy for you. <laughs> I saw between the leaves a head and shoulders. It looked like it wasn't a human. It had red eyes. After I looked at it, it slowly fades away. I still couldn't move. I was laying on my back. I started to sweat a lot, but it was cold in the room. My cousin is usually very hot and sleeps with a thin blanket. But that night she slept with the blanket that we use in the winter. But it was summer. After some time, I got up. Everyone was sleeping. I heard my dad snoring all night, so I knew he was asleep. In the morning, I asked everyone if, if they got up and walked around the house. Everyone said no. There's also a little tidbit that doesn't really go with the story. Talks about her watering routine for her plants? No, but it says, when I was little, I used to play Ouija board. I interacted with a powerful demon. I don't want to say its name, but it starts with a... Z. Yep. Boom. Any advice to get rid of all these spirits? So like, the Ouija board part, it, it doesn't really fit, but it's kind of funny that... I mean, it may be connected. Who knows? I mean, yeah. If, if these if, things latch onto you for life. Yeah. If the, the theories are true about Ouija boards, then it could be connected. Mm. Maybe that's why she brought it up. Yeah. But, but it is interesting. Another Z. Yeah. Because I don't want to say the name. People are so afraid of saying the name because they think it just invokes it right back. Like I encountered what was allegedly that over a, almost over a decade now ago. Like, and I, I got rid of it and I've said the word Zozo many a time since. And guess what? Still popping. Yeah. I think it's fascinating. Like if you think about like Harry Potter. And I when, don't often, but. When they say he who must not be named. Hmm. Yes. And, and the reason I think we accepted that little weird line in a book and movie is because through throughout history, there's always been cultures that re, that don't want to name something. Skinwalker. Mm -hmm. Isn't it weird that just a bunch of honkies and Western folks are like, nah, it's fine. Skinwalker, Zozo. The devil. And then we wonder why the world is the way it is. Yeah, it's us on this podcast saying Zozo. Yeah. Too, well, just too many people mm. speaking into the darkness and calling forth. I think there's Demons. darkness right in front of our eyes most of the time. And it's not even this stuff we're dealing with. You get into stuff like the Grammys and all that. That's, that's, oh like, that's like the hero worship of this day, right? That's like modern shit. That's that's really evil. That's that's really funny because I actually watched a uh, clip of a song on the Grammys. I believe it. From a few days ago. And it made your heart warm. And you're like, it was this good, is beautiful. I mean, it, it was uh, Tracy Chapman singing Fast Car with country singer. That, that sounds like the worst. I mean, that's a great song. Yeah. Like one of the best written songs. Mm. I just, her I'm, original version. I'm always blown. And this is probably going to take it in a really weird tangent. So I won't go on for a long time, but I am blown away by the, like the correlation between you look at like the ancient days, they had like idols and whatnot that they worship. How is like this shit any different than that? People are worshiping you for something you've done. You're on stage, you're holding a war. Like I'm better than everyone else because I wrote a rap song about clapping booty cheeks Thank you. Oh, here's Sam Smith dressed in drag to sing about sucking dick or something. Who knows? Anyway, let's get this show going. Wow, man. It's just like it, it blows me because China likes watching that stuff. And every time I watch it, I get like this weird feeling. I'm like, this just feels like idolization. It feels like it's I just know. it's just the thing humans do. It's not. But it's the same for sports. I love watching hockey. You love watching hockey. In what way is me being like, this team has to win, not me like well, idolizing a, a sports team. You know, like, I don't know. There's, I mean, we throw it on those two, but we also 
idolize certain business leaders that don't mm -hmm. deserve it. And it, look, like no one is safe from this. Like everyone does it to an extent, but like it's just a funny correlation between the way it was done in the past and how it's now like modernized. I'm gonna, and so we don't even realize it. We're just like all worshiping our phones. We're worshiping everything that we shouldn't be. And that's why we suck, honestly. I I, I see what you're saying. I don't think Subscribe it's to it, quite as doom and gloom, but also, and I'm going to say something here that might, I don't know, burn your britches. I don't know what you want to say. Mm, yes, of course. Church magic. Something Christianity coming. Okay. So as descendants of apes. Oh, God. That's how you're starting this, dude? <laughs> yeah. We are made to look toward that, like leadership. poo-poo and eat bananas. Well, yeah. that too. Yeah, but sure. we have elite, we look at a leader. And I think that's all like the, the awards and idolizing people is just a part of our brain. That's why we want a king all the time. Even though we're like, oh, I'd rather have a president than a king. We would rather have a king. That's just a natural default setting because it's easier. That's, uh, I so, don't think you fully, it's fine. Whatever, you it's, believe this, that. This isn't the episode for that. Yeah, it's I just, do want to have an episode. That sounds like a really fun episode. Yeah, but. Yeah. So anyway, we'll move on to the next one. Two spirits and a guest room. That's yeah. like two guys and a girl. One of the single best, actually maybe the single best sitcom of all time and very under. Who starred in it? Ryan Reynolds and uh, Pete. No, Pete was the guy's name. I can't remember. Zoe but, Deschanel? No. But Ryan Reynolds was was one of the leads, and it was the funniest show of all time. This one, oh, it's by Ghost, Got Ghost Co. Got Ghost Co. I had a friend over for a sleepover the other day. We had gone out dancing and had a few drinks, so I offered her my guest room for the night. This isn't, this is, I guess, more of an adult sleepover. Is this a swingers party, Christian? I don't think so. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like, that is a weird shift. Yeah, Welcome to TFD After Dark. I would if it was that, I would have saved it for either TFD After Dark or Strange Highness. Yeah, which uh, at the end of this episode, we'll kind of touch on what we're doing with Strange Highness. But okay, my guest room is a is French country style and has several antiques in it. Sometimes the lights flicker, but personally, I feel very safe in my room. My friend came into the living room and looked disoriented. When I asked her what was wrong, she told me she could not stay in the room because there were two children in there with her and they didn't want her in there. She told me she would rather sleep on the couch. My friend isn't a medium and she doesn't believe in ghosts. So I'm confused as to why she would randomly say that. How would I figure out if there's something paranormal in the room? That is kind of funny to have like, that'd be like me coming, coming over like, Scott, man, those two children in that room don't like me. And you're like, what oh, the hell? you don't even believe in that crap. Oh my God, this is what you buy into? Gotcha, cool. <laughs> Yep, that would be very interesting. How would how would I figure out if somebody's in there? I don't know. Ask your friend. Yeah, your friend obviously. That's the first step. What do they say to you? How do you know they didn't want you there? Is your boyfriend a demon? Do these children have black eyes? Do these children have black guys for whatever reason? Weird, weird question, Christian. But sure. Well, it is the eighteen hundreds. No. I'm wow. Just joking. Wow. The next one is the Witching Hour. Hell yeah! By Reno Vare. By Reno, who now? Reno Vare. Gotcha. Or Rhino Vare. It's, I don't know. Rhino, rhinoplasty. Oh, yeah. Well, I, uh, I have an appointment for that next week. I do not. Wow. Well, at least you got us for half a second there, Christian. Yeah. Good job. As soon as I said that, I'm like, oh, great. Now everyone thinks I have a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> kind of do. Yeah. About 10 years ago, I was having a sleepover with a good friend of mine. We were having fun, drinking energy drinks, 
watching horror movies, eating chips. That is one thing I didn't have back in those days was energy drinks. And for good reason, too. What a horrible thing to be doing. going to be so strung out by 2 a.m. We were for sure going to pull an all-nighter, as 15-year-old boys do during sleepovers. It was getting pretty late and was around 3 a.m. where we started talking about the, the witching hour. I think we had heard it in a couple different movies that the time 3.15 was a spooky paranormal time. Is it 3.15 or was it 3 o'clock? I think it's 3 to 4, but I yeah. mean, honestly, who is it 3 to 4 Eastern Standard Time? Is it 3 to 4 Alaska Time? Yeah, it's never Alaska Time. People don't even know that that's a thing. Like half the time, they're like, how many hours ahead of you? I'm like, we're four. We're four ahead of the East Coast. And they're like, that's not real. I have explained this at least once every year to my sister. Yeah, it's it's a losing battle. I just get to the point where I'm like, just whatever you want to do, tell me what coast you're on, and I'll do it at that time. Yeah. So as the time was quickly approaching, we were getting a little bit creeped out, but all in good fun. We started watching the time change from one minute to the next on my MacBook, hyping ourselves up. 310, 311, 3.12, preparing ourselves for the witching hour. Gotta say, this is easily the most boring thing you can do at a sleepover and or slumber party, whatever you want to call it. But we've all had those sleepovers that were like so boring sometimes. This is what you did. Well guess it's not popping. So we're at 3.13, 3.14, almost here, and all of a sudden, boom, 3.16. The time literally, literally jumped over 3.15. My friend and I both freaked out laughing and confused. To this day, we're not sure what happened. Just for one minute there, the, the devil's just fucking boxing the shit out of their heads. Just yeah. like, ah, you like that? You like that? <laughs> and it's 3.16. They're like, oh, I guess nothing happened. Energy oh, drink, sick. drink psychosis or yeah, they had like a hardcore crash for just a minute. I mean, sometimes you can fall asleep for that or just who knows? It's probably nothing on this one. But I was like, I've ha I have heard a lot of times about people watching the clock and then it's skipping. Maybe they just zone out for a minute. Yeah, maybe it's like the highway hypnosis or whatever. When your your mind's like, oh, this is dull and boring. Uh, you don't even remember any of this, any of this. And we're back. And yeah, let's turn off certain parts of the brain. The body's driving. It's fine. Drive unconsciously. It, they'll, they'll be safer. The body has seen worse, trust me. This one is, Was That a Man in the Yard? by Lady Gwen River. How much for that man in the yard? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just wanted to preface this by saying this is not my story, but my younger sister's. Is it preface or preface? Prefaced. Okay. Just wanted to preface this by saying this is not my story, but my younger sister's. And all the names have been changed to protect the identity of the Why innocent. Why people say that? That drives me insane. Like, nobody gives a shit, dude. I like, know. Honestly, nobody cares. Nobody's listening like, is that really Elizabeth? Like that earlier story when it had like 10 names, including two that the H. Yeah, H and J and you're like, well. That story okay. almost didn't make it, make it into the episode be just because of that. Just all, like, all the names. You're like, what am I? Felt like it was a George R. R. Martin book where he had to name like, Know, know the names of 150 families for hundreds of years. Or fucking Genesis, man. Don't get me started on that. Phil Collins is the best. Wow. This happened when my sister was about 11 years old and she'd been invited to her friend Leah's house for a sleepover. She and Leah were having a great time doing all the things kids typically do at sleepovers, playing outside, eating junk food, etc. After a while, it started getting late. So, we, so they decided to get ready for bed and relax. They went down to the guest room because it was larger than Leah's room and started watching 
a movie. After the movie and chatting for a while, they realized it was very late and decided to try to fall asleep. Difference between girls and boys sleepover. Boys will drink energy drinks. Hey, let's stare at this clock. Yeah. Pound these rock stars. Girls will just go, okay, let's move on to the next thing. Okay, it's time that ladies go to sleep. The night has concluded. Yes. Let's talk about boys. (laughs) My sister was about to fall asleep when she noticed a light flickering on and off from outside the window. She asked her friend about it, and Leah explained her neighbor's motion-sensing light faced the back of her house and occasionally caught deer that had wandered into Leah's backyard. My sister loves animals, so she sat up to try to spot the deer, but instead, when the light flickered on again, she saw a human figure. She said the figure appeared to be male. He was facing her and Leah, but they couldn't see his face because he was wearing a gray hoodie, and the hood was pulled down. They both tried to be as still as possible, hoping he couldn't see him. A few minutes later, they heard footsteps climbing the front stairs and fiddling with the doorknob. They sat there in the dark, absolutely terrified for a while, then finally decided to run to Leah's older sister's room. Long story short, Leah's sister looked out the window and in in the yard, but she didn't see the guy. Was it a guy or was it something else? I mean, it's a lot scarier if it's an actual dude trying to... Yeah. Like, is this the front door? Because they said guest bedroom, right? Yeah. So what door is this person going up the stairs? And I think, well, they were talking about how the, the light faces the back of the house. So maybe it was the back door. I was just trying to figure out, like, how do they hear the door jiggling if they're in a, a guest room? Unless it was like in the house and it, the thing is going up the house's stairs to their door jiggling handle, which would then be a lot creepier. Depending on the door and the time of night, though, if it's really quiet in the house, you might not hear it. Perhaps. You know, another thing, though, too, is I think houses now are very loud compared to like the, how they used to be before all the all the electronics we hook up. You think so? Yeah, I don't think we like it's always a very audible thing, but there's always a lot of electricity and, you know, way like Wi-Fi waves flying through the house. It's got to affect us on some level, not Perhaps, the way people yeah. think, but there's, it's just, wow, wow, you know, yeah. we got you know, heaters and air conditioners that pop on whenever they, they're set to pop on. All right, let's get into this next story, Christian. What, what do you got for us? We I, don't own cats. Nice. I'm going to pretend like we haven't heard this story before and we're not recording the last 20 minutes of this episode because of audio issues. So this is new to me. Let's get into it. You know what's nice? Mm. The way my brain works, this is totally new to me. I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll hear it. But I actually don't remember that. I recorded it five days ago and, well... It's new again. Isn't that nice? This comes from that guy, 673. Oh, don't be that guy. Same joke. I used it twice. Yes, you did. On this story, I may clean it up a little bit just because it's, it's English as a second language. So I may change some words just to, to make it make a little bit more sense or make it flow. make sense. Christian, that guy, 673 was going to ha- have a sleepover with his bro. And I'm assuming bro in this time is this this case is not brother but a come friend. at me bro yeah come bro. at me bro so the mother when he asked the, the friend's mother said do whatever you want and he decided that he wanted to sleep over as it's night my wi-fi is good when everybody's sleeping so we are downstairs me and l which is the friend's name we're getting the bed ready for sleeping our grandmother helped us with blankets before she left she said the cats are outside so keep that in mind and she made sure there were no cats I thought nothing of it after me and Elle were calling some friends and played some games. It's fascinating new sleepovers now that there's phones. Yeah. There's a lot of game playing, people sitting next to each other, tick-tocking and 
It's it's an interesting world. It sounds like a nightmare. I mean, it's got its good points. Until one of our cats started meowing in the kitchen. We were sleeping in the living room, so right right near the kitchen. I looked to Elle and terrifyingly said, Grandma said cats are outside. Silence came in. I was fucking shook. And Elle's legs were shaking that I could see every hair on his leg clearly. Bit of an overreaction for some cats being in the house, bro. Yeah. Nice legs, bro. Nice sound bite, bro. Yeah. We were we were ghost white skins. I kind of like the English as a second language in this because you kind of get to hear the phrasing a little bit different. Yeah. I jumped out of bed and grabbed my knife, and it's the knife I bought in, in my city. Grab the flashlight and OFC. Of I, course. I go to the kitchen. The meowing suddenly stopped as I felt something was watching me. My blood instantly went cold and I ran to turn the light in the kitchen on and there was nothing there. I checked under the chairs, the table, and I went, when I looked closer to the door, there was a black cat. So normally I let it out. The cat was scared of me and runs outside. I closed the door and turned to my, my bro saying, come at me, bro. And my face paler than L's, we don't own cats. His face went pale as mine. As I walked into the living room, I prayed to God, hoping that he would hear me and help me. But when I thought a little, why did my grandma say cats are outside? I have so many questions. I, too, have so many questions. It was a little bit of a confusing story, but... Just a little bit, sure, yeah. Um, The main thing, why would they be terrified of a cat being inside? Because they don't have cats. Is that the reason we don't have cats and so his friend's legs are shaking? Maybe there's a different... Also, like a different uh, meaning to having cats in wherever, whatever I, country this is, too. I honestly do not think that's possible, but maybe. Well, I mean, because in some places, dogs are considered not very, they're, they're kind of evil in some so cultures. It's more of like a cultural thing, possibly. Yeah. I mean, and if they don't own cats, but all of a sudden there's a black cat sitting inside. Yeah. But the grandma did say the cats are outside, yeah. right? So maybe she got cats outside. And one was left inside. You know, cats are notorious for their hiding spots, honestly. I've had cats where I'm like, I don't even know if that thing's still alive. I haven't seen it in a month. I just know the food disappears every day. I was uh, like, one of the things with the story is we don't own cats, but grandma is like, the cats are outside. And then there's a cat inside and he lets out. Hmm. Like, are these magical cats just appearing and disappearing all the time? Is that why grandma's so worried about it? Is I mean, grandma just old and losing it? Yeah. That does happen with grandmas, it turns out. And since it's cats, is there a witch of some sort involved? Sure. I think there is, Christian. Good job. I I knew you would think so. Yeah. And I knew you would think that you think that I wouldn't Now I'm confused. Yeah, me too. That did not come out right. (laughs) So I guess we should stick with animals. Yeah. Let's close it out on this last one. What do you got? Dead ghost dog at friend's home. Nice. Nice. From Milo2k556. Really rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It does. I remember the story. I thought it would be nice to share. A year or two ago, me, me and my friend were having a sleepover or something at her dad's place. We were play flight fighting, and she pushed me to the floor. Uh oh, what's next? I looked to the hallway and wow. I saw this barely visible thing exit her dad's room and go into the bathroom through the wall. It was small like a dog, and this was about two weeks after her dog died. My body instantly went cold and I immediately got grabbed. I immediately grabbed my friend and pushed her into her room and closed the door and told her what I saw. It's pretty fascinating. People are getting so freaked out. Like if I saw a ghost dog or a cat, I'd be like, oh, cool. 
Yeah. What Not a terrifying interesting at all. thing I just witnessed. Can I pet you? Yeah. Everybody else like, my blood ran cold. But you don't know if that dog's going to come through a different wall and attack you. You know, it could be strategy. The dog is like, yeah, I'll go into this bathroom through this wall, but you better watch that living room wall where I'm creeping out slowly to get you. And then that right there is the difference between you and me. I'd be like, oh, dog, come here, ghost dog. And you're like, it might attack me. It's coming back for vengeance. I yes. can taste it. It's palpable. We searched it up, but the results were inconclusive. We left her laptop open and went into the kitchen and we're goofing off again when we hear her front door open and close and something fell off the kitchen counter. It's the dog. It's back. Yep. Her dog used to open the front door like that. When we got scared and ran back to her room, a completely new page was open on her laptop. And I know it wasn't my friend's doing because I exited her room last. The page it was on was on a form and it was about ghost encounters. The shit still scares me now and I'm having memories from that night while writing this. I haven't been to her dad's place since and don't plan to. I woke up in a fever dream for two weeks after this happened. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, what kind of research do they do? Like, they go on Reddit and they're like, did I just see a ghost dog? And everyone's like, hey, are you high right now? And they're like, yeah, maybe. Okay, well, inconclusive, I guess. And right. they just go downstairs. It was, uh... It's questionable at best. I don't know. Like, the research seems like it was phoned in. And these are children, so that's expected. But, you know, do better. How's that? Yeah, if you see a ghost dog, which, like I said, I want to see. That is true. Not a demon dog, but a ghost dog. Why not both? Yeah. And and maybe she was just, it was a passionate sleepover and I just saw things. Christian, I feel like you're taking that in a really disgusting direction for what we're surely talking about is children. Teenagers. Okay. Well, that doesn't make it any better. I don't know if you're aware of that. That actually almost sounds worse. You know what I mean? I don't know what you're insinuating. Well, I think you I know just, damn well what I'm I was just talking about two friends having a sleepover. With passion. Yeah. Hey. One of them got thrown us. to the floor. Yeah, that happens when you're fake wrestling. Well, actually, I guess that'd be real wrestling. Uh, who cares, honestly? It's, it's irrelevant, and this isn't that show. You know what I mean? So, That's how it starts, fake wow. wrestling. Wow, okay. Someone has watched too many adult videos, and that is clearly evident. And this is a family show, Christian. I don't know if I you remember. I still don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. know if you remember us talking about the children's books earlier in the episode, but let's bring it back to that wholesome moment. Yeah. So I guess, uh, yeah, I would ask you what your favorite story from the episode was, but I know that both you and I don't remember a damn story from the episode because it's been six days. I actually like this, the third story the best. Okay. Well, just, I guess, I hope it's the worst story in the episode. I hope the third story was the worst one. And then people are like, wow, Christian really likes the lame story. Classic. Which is exactly what you'd tell him I'd like. That is, yeah. That is the premise of the show. Christian is slowly grinding you down. Anyway, yeah. So that's it, folks. Uh, we hope you guys... I, 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 it is the third story. A Band-Aid for a Friend. Oh, yeah. That one was creepy. <laughs> I remember, see, I remember that. All you needed to do was tell me a title. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, we're in the moment still. We haven't, it hasn't been days since we recorded the first half of this episode. Don't worry about it. Um, anyway, we're going to close it out on that. So we hope you guys enjoy, and we will see you right back here next week for Freaky Listener Stories, Volume 6. It is a doozy. We got some good ones in there, and uh, you guys are really going to enjoy that. So be sure to tune in next Thursday, and remember to check the show notes for a link to the Kickstarter campaign from Hazy Dell Press. Guys, I promise it's worth it. Check it out. 
Tell them we sent you. Yeah, support. Get some of these dope enamel pins. Get these plushies, man. I actually, in the email to them, I was like, yo, if it's possible, send us some of those plushies that we can showcase on our studio. If you do that, we're going to put that link in every single video release on YouTube because these things look that cool. And I am excited about that. So we'll see what they say. But in the meantime, you guys don't care about me blabbering on about how awesome these books are. Go enjoy your lives. And we'll see you right back here next week on the Frinkity Dinkity Toodles. Did you hear that last little drink? I didn't realize it was near the bottom and it... I can hear it in my head. <laughs>